The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our first podcast of 2022. I've got Lorenzo Laposta here with me as per usual, and we thought for this week's podcast, we would just take pause and reflect on what happened last year. So Lorenzo is going to be chatting through uh, the, the returns that we, that we saw uh, from various markets last year and, 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 and some of the key messages that we're, uh, that we're taking away and thinking about going forwards. Uh, so Lorenzo, over to you. Hi, Mike. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to all our listeners um, today. And uh, yeah, as you mentioned, I thought as a first podcast of 2022, we could look at uh, 2021, which was after all a pretty good year for risk assets, uh, but we've seen some uh, divergence out there between uh, different asset classes. Global equities were very strong, uh, boosted by loose monetary policy for most of the year, uh, there was strong government stimulus packages, uh, and obviously the recovery from the severe lockdown restrictions uh, played a role in that. Uh, the MSCI World Index rallied about 20% uh, in 2021, uh, opposed to uh, the MSCI Emerging Markets Index that instead uh, underperformed substantially and fell 5% of the same period. China um, and its struggles obviously weighed down uh, that index uh, in which China is about 30 or 40% uh, representative. Um, the Chinese equities uh, struggled uh, because of increasing regulations uh, by the government onto uh, the education, the technology sectors, and obviously uh, concerns around the country's real estate markets uh, and uh, the fault of uh, the largest company, Evergrande, uh, played a role um, too. Moving away from equities, we've seen a remarkable performance uh, in certain commodity markets uh, like UK natural gas up about 300% and oil up about 50%. Uh, on the more defensive side of things, uh, government bonds were a bit challenged. Uh, higher inflation uh, and the prospects of uh, tightening monetary policy uh, meant that um, market uh, priced some increase in bond yields and a government bond owner would have returned um, about seven, uh, would have lost, uh, apologies, would have lost 7% over the year when accounting for received dividends and price performance. Um, obviously, you know, uh, there has been um, a rising number of cases of COVID-19 stemming from the Omicron variant, uh, especially on the back end of the year, and that threatened investors uh, to some extent. Uh, but again, risk assets managed to uh, pull through and um, uh, the year um, was um, pretty strong in the end as well. Thanks for that summary, Lorenzo. Um, and so what does that mean going forwards for you? And, and perhaps you could give us one or two key messages that you've taken from 2021. Sure. Well, um, Again, it's been, it's been a strong year, uh, but we have seen a handful of small drawdowns, um, but they all proved to be very uh, short-lived. If anything, there were uh, good occasions to uh, increase your equity allocation at a relatively 
uh, small discount. So um, there has been a lot of uncertainties, um, be it about COVID, be it about uh, central banks' behavior or inflation or uh, geopolitical tensions. Um, the markets have looked through a lot of that. Um, and, um, you know, since the late 2020, when vaccine news came out, they have just been on a huge rally. And 2021 was really a year to stay invested and not to try and, and tag the market much. So I'd say the first lesson is um, um, there is always going to be risks and volatility ahead of you. Uh, but staying invested um, is very often the best strategy uh, you can pick. And uh, I guess uh, the second element uh, is the is challenging the idea of risk-free assets. Bonds are often seen to be as risk-free. And yes, maybe government bonds don't have uh, much of a default risk, but they're not risk-free from a price perspective because increasing inflation and increasing um, yields mean that even a government bondholder can uh, lose uh, value um, on its investment. So uh, it's important to keep your portfolio diversified uh, and it's important to have a variety of defensive assets, not just government bonds, rather um, assets that can help you can be defensive in different scenarios and in different market environments. And your classic old style 60-40 portfolio uh, it's just going to face challenges going forward. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Lorenzo. Good to speak to you again. Happy New Year to you and, and again to all our readers. And I look forward to catching up with you next week. Thank you, Michael. Bye. For professional advisors only. The views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management Company registration number 37330094 has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom and is an authorised financial services provider pursuant to the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. Your capital is at risk.